Welcome to Simon Says Educate. I'm Simon, your AI host, and I'm here to guide you through the exciting world of teaching and learning at Clover Park Technical College. Together with my human co-hosts, we'll explore the latest trends and best practices in education, bringing you a fresh and engaging perspective on what's happening in classrooms and beyond. Each week, we'll dive deep into the issues that matter most to our community, interviewing faculty members, students, and other thought leaders in the field. We'll discuss everything from the newest teaching strategies and classroom technologies, to the challenges and opportunities of online learning, and the impact of education on students' lives and careers. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired and informed as we embark on this educational journey together. Welcome to Simon Says Educate. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Simon Says Educate. We have a very special episode here for you today. I believe that we talked about the faculty in service that Clover Park Technical College held in May, and uh, we are going to just go over our thoughts and experiences through the in-service day. And for those that don't know, I'm Ronald Lethko. I am the Curriculum Instructional Design Specialist. I'm joined by Jeff Kane. I'm also an instructional and curriculum design specialist. And Kristen Copeland, the director of teaching and learning. And I'm going to start because I'm kind of new to the college and I haven't experienced anything like a faculty in service before. I remember that when I first started out, Jeff and Kristen were really trying to tell me about how this is a really cool interesting, uh, engaging event that happens once a year at Clover Park Technical College. For those of you who don't know how Clover Park does their in-service, at least their one that is headed by the Teaching and Learning Center, what happens was we got how many faculty? 15, 20? Mm, 15 to 20. Mm-hmm. Between 15 and 20 faculty, uh, we asked them if they wanted to volunteer for, well, actually we asked all of the faculty at the college if they wanted to volunteer to give a presentation on any topic they wanted. So think about, you know, what are you most passionate about? Can you come up and give a presentation to other faculty members for 40 or 50 minutes and give them some takeaway uh, that maybe they didn't know before? And so right there, cool idea. It's always good to, you know, show off to other people the things that you're interested in. And so if, if that was it, that, you know, I think that would be an interesting day. But the way that the TLC kind of put it through this lens of teaching practice. So Jeff and I were tasked with um, finding these faculty members and getting the details about their presentations, what they wanted to present to the other faculty members. And they, of course, had the, you know, step-by-step of what they were going to do. But also, and kind of the main point was, what teaching practice are you utilizing that you learned from the professional development that you completed within that year? So, for example, we had a module or course that was focused on TILT, which is transparency in learning and teaching. And the idea was while these faculty members are going up and they're giving their, you know, interesting presentation. So for example, uh, there were 
there were faculty members that gave presentations on how to play the drums, like in a rock band, and they brought in their whole drum set. There was a presentation about how to make a little container garden um, for, for the spring and how to grow different types of vegetation and things that you can eat. There were presentations about hand massages, the way to use the correct sunscreen. There was like working out, basic working out exercises. So what they did was they, they, they had their presentation and then they had to say, oh, okay, this is what I learned from my professional development. This is how I'm applying it to my lesson. And the idea is that the other faculties that are in attendance can see these teaching practices in real time. And I just thought it's such such a cool idea. Um, and now now that it's actually happened and it's finished and everybody's, you know, we we were part of it and and all of us went to a bunch of the different uh, presentations. And I have to say it was it was really phenomenal to have all the faculty working together, learning from each other, uh, and then also bringing it back into that pedagogy, which is something that we're focusing here on at the uh, Teaching and Learning Center. So I thought it was great. I did not go to the previous year, but maybe one of you can talk about um, how the previous year related to this year. I can start by just talking about how it even came to fruition last year. So we have a steering committee for the Teaching and Learning Center, and we were talking about this in that committee and then our in-service committee at the time. And I was just asking for feedback. What do they think we should do? Because it was our first in-service back in person after being apart for two years. And we wanted to do something fun, but still use the government's dollars well <laughs> and appropriately. So... I asked the faculty, and there was a faculty member, Debbie, who has been here quite a while. I won't give the years, but she's been here a long time. And she said there was one time when they used to do these days where people would just come in and, and do fun things, like it was a day of fun. And so they'd come in and, and do a knitting circle or, you know, talk about birds, whatever they wanted to do. And I thought that sounds really good for the time that we're in. Given that we're all coming back, we've all been working so overwhelmingly hard through the pandemic to adjust classes and um, adjust to our new student population. And so that's when the idea was born of have the different presentations by faculty, but then show a teaching practice at the same time. So it was very similar to this year. Uh, we had faculty last year that said it was the best in-service they'd ever been to in their 25 years at the college. Um, it definitely was the most fun, I think, that anyone had been to in a long time. And I had faculty who said, please do this again. So we told them, uh, for sure, in the spring, we'll do this. We also have a fall in-service. But um, yeah, Jeff, do you have anything to add about last year and things you felt or noticed? Yeah. Last year, um, that was, um, so I was, I was very new to the, um, very new to the school and, um, I, in my career as a teacher and as an instructional designer, I've been to many, many, 
um, in-serve, faculty in-services. And when I heard this in-service described, I thought, okay, we're going to open up this big bag of cats and trying to get them all back in somehow. And I, and, but it was, I was inspired by uh, Kristen's faith in this whole process. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll jump on the surfboard and hang on, you know? Um, but I, so in all of those, um, I was thinking back in uh, all those years of in-service uh, that I've been to, there's very few that I can actually remember. I do know I've been, for instance, to a number of in-services on um, active learning, for instance, um, probably since the late 90s, right? Um, but I, I, for the life of me, I can remember some principles, but I can't remember people or, or anything that happened. I don't remember any connections that I made in that. In, in those in-services. Any active people. learning being done? Uh, sometimes, yeah. That's the, that's the other problem. That's the other problem with having it. Having we have a really clearly defined idea about what an education presentation is supposed mm -hmm. to be, what an in-service presentation is supposed to look like, mm -hmm. what a workshop looks like. And I show up here at Clover Park, and somebody's actually... Uh, teaching active learning strategies by having us decorate cupcakes. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I can actually remember that detail is, um, I think is it just alone is phenomenal. But uh, I think that, um, that people are really missing a big opportunity when it comes to professional development. Um, by first starting with uh, things that people are passionate about, what that does is People want to see what you're passionate about. They want to they want to participate in that energy. And so what happens is you wind up building community around. So not only do we have a situation where people are coming together and uh, learning the uh, teaching practices, uh, but also are, are motivated to build this community around the things that they're passionate about. Um, I thought it was an incredible experience, and um, I think um, uh, I really hope that we continue uh, continue doing this because it's uh, it's what the faculty are bringing to it, yeah. um, which I, that I appreciated. That this is something that comes out organically from uh, the community of the college, and, uh, and it's worth doing. Yeah, I think it was cool too that about a quarter of the presenters were adjunct faculty. And I don't think you see that very often in in-service workshops. Even if you have faculty presenting, most of the time it's full-time tenured faculty. And so it was. it's encouraging to me that it's we're not just building community within the tenured community of faculty. We're building it with all faculty. And so we see a lot of adjunct faculty attending and we do pay them to attend the in-service, which I think is responsible and reasonable and should be done. But I also think they're actively participating, which is encouraging for me to see. I don't know that that's always been the case. Uh, so I, I appreciate that they're willing to step in and even present. That's a big deal. Right. Cause you're, yeah, we're kind of in the middle of the quarter. Mm -hmm. To take yeah. that time to prepare and meet and and 
you know, we had we had them out there doing it twice, right? Every every person had yeah. to give two two presentations, you know, two either two in the morning or two in the afternoon, and yeah. uh, just so that we could get a wide variety. If you if you wanted to see this person, uh, but you know you really wanted to see someone else in the morning, then sometimes the schedule you know, yeah. mixes up. So I really like the way that you had it structured, and I, I think that testament to how interesting this event is to have the adjunct faculty who are kind of, you know, I, I don't know necessarily seen as like outsiders, but it no. feels like they're, you know, part of the, really part of the fold here in mm -hmm. Lumber Park when they can participate in, a, yeah, in an I, event like this. Yeah. We try to make all professional learning that we create available to all faculty, no matter your designation. Uh, I also, I want to move into how we're going to do it differently next year, if that's okay. So as we finish events, we have a time for reflection yeah. and already thinking about ideas for next year. What, what were you thinking about? Well, at the end of every event, we ask for faculty feedback. So we send them a survey and, you know, throughout the day, I'm constantly trying to have my ear toward when people are saying what they like or what's difficult and so as I was walking through the day, I'm like, we're not going to use that room next year because it's too loud or we're, we're going to just avoid this building because it's too um, strenuous for some faculty, you know, with accessibility. So, I mean, obviously, I'm constantly walking around thinking of things to do differently for next year. But something that is even more important to me is the faculty feedback that we receive because this event is for them and for their learning. So one thing I don't think that we made explicit enough and gave enough time for is the reflection piece on the teaching practices that the faculty were showing and exhibiting in their workshop. So next year, if we end up doing this, I'm not promising anything this year. I did promise last year that we'd do it again. <laughs> I'm not promising anything. I'm hopeful that we'll be able to do something very similar next year, next spring. But uh, I want to have more time actually discussing with each other how we can incorporate these practices in our individual classrooms and what impact they see to student learning uh, and just give them that space. You know, our campus is really spread out. So we're not just one building that's, you know, 15 stories tall. We're, we're a spread out campus. So if you're an automotive faculty, you are rarely going to see someone that is in welding. You're just not, unless you have a division meeting, you're really not going to see each other. Because they're so far They're so far apart. And unless they happen to be at the, the cafe at the same time, which is not going to happen. So... In-service is one of the few times throughout the year where cross-divisional faculty and cross-program faculty get to talk and, and see what each other, what they're interested in, what they've been learning. So I kind of feel a responsibility to give time and space for those conversations to happen. So that's something that I'm hoping to uh, do next year. So yeah, there's always things that can be improved, but I think that all in all, it was a great day. Uh, I think maybe to end this episode, we could talk about some of our favorite 
moments from the day. So, Jeff, do you have a, a favorite moment from our faculty in service 2023? I, I have a number of, of favorite moments um, in there. And I have like personal favorite moments. For instance, I love going out with uh, Derek Foss to the property across the street. That's, I just find that so interesting and it's uh, so beautiful out there. I think the the real favorite moment for me is seeing everybody uh, talking together at the tables at the at the beginning of the day. I think that's that's a really special moment to just uh, people are taking the time to make the connection, and and that's what I think is really important about this event. Kristen, I liked lunch. Well, it was good. <laughs> Lunch, lunch. I, there were there was a great selection. I was lunch. so concerned about it. Like oh. it was one of my main concerns of the day because pizza is like a kid food to a lot of people, and so we tried to elevate it and use a local company, Steph's Pizza, which was great. Shout out to Steph's Pizza. Yes, they were great. Great pizza, um, and had all different types and needs and good salad and really good salad. But um, I also liked it because they're was no line like you weren't waiting in a line you could just walk up and get your food and it gave people like jeff said more time to chat and just to relax in the middle of the day and put their feet up if they needed to and just kind of have some good conversations shout out to event services for setting up the the pizzas and the salads and every every late they pretty much used the whole wall of uh yeah and that was sarah the um Vice President of Instructions, Administrative Assistant. She does all that oh, work. She's she, amazing. We couldn't have done it. Yeah, she would. She was pretty integral in, yeah. in most of the setup, and then also logistics during the day. Yeah. Uh, if I were to pick a favorite moment, I went to a lot of the different presentations in the morning in the workshops, and everyone seemed engaged and. You know, the topics were generally interesting. I snuck into Diane Follett's presentation workshop on learning how to paint. And I thought that it was really cool to see just a room full of, you know, instructors, faculty doing this, you know, activity (laughs) that seems like maybe almost, you know, kind of, in a way, it's kind of childish because not in like a, you know, they're adults and they're you know, painting, but kind of it unlocked this creativity mm-hmm. in, you know, they, they they had all these different like tools. I saw somebody using like a half of a lemon yeah. and like dipping it into paint and then using that in, in their painting. And just to see all the, all those different things that they could come up with, because as somebody who is, you know, I, I have a background in studio art. I thought it was, it was kind of cool because sometimes, you know, as, as life goes on, you kind of lose that mm-hmm. that creativity, that spark. And uh, just to have that that chance to bring that again, I thought was pretty cool. So, all right, that is going to wrap up our talk about in-service. We have one more thing to talk about before we go, and that is Simon Says. Check it out. All right, I, th- I think that um, the thing I'd like you to check out uh, – is um, h5p.org. And h5p um, is interactive learning software. And I'm excited about it because uh, first, um, 
it's it does a lot of things that um, a lot of people's favorite tools um, that you know like create flashcards and things like that. It does a lot of that kind of thing, but it integrates well with Canvas, and it is also uh, ADA 508 accessible, which means screen readers can read it and um, people can navigate it with the keyboard uh, if they need to. So people with disabilities can engage with these tools. Uh, so I'm excited about that. We'll, we've, um, uh, we'll probably have that integrated in the Canvas in the future, but in the meantime, check out h5peep.org. And if you'd like to learn more about it, uh, contact me, Jeff Kane, and we'll work with you here in the TLC. And just to kind of go off of what Jeff was saying, so actually at the in-service, in Jeff and I both gave a presentation called Kahoozle, which is a combination of the learning app website called Kahoot and Bamboozle. And we were going to talk about H5P at the end, but it seemed like during both of our workshops, we kind of ran out of time. So uh, we we got to focus a lot on Kahoot, which if you haven't tried that, I definitely recommend checking them out. But especially for the people who didn't come to our workshop and for the people that were part of the first workshop that we gave, we ran out of time for Bamboozled. So... I want to recommend uh, my recommendation for you all to check out uh, Bamboozle. That's B-A-A-M-B-O-O-Z-L-E dot com. And what it is, is basically it's a website that has over a million, basically flashcards, um, either a question, definition, or a picture, or something to do. And... Uh, there are multiple games. So once you have the flashcard, you can make your own or you can use the ones that are on the website already. Once you have that, all you have to do is click a few buttons and then you've got a, a fun, engaging review game uh, for your students. So check that out. If you are interested in setting up a Bamboozle, contact us in the TLC and we can help you get set up with that. So uh, I had the opportunity to speak a little bit at in-service, and, and one thing I talked about was the organizational psychologist, uh, Adam Grant. He, I really enjoy following him on Instagram because he posts um, really thought-provoking things weekly, but I also appreciate his book called Think Again. Um, I think he's written a couple books, but that's the one I'm familiar with. I think it's just... Um, he's very clear and concise and I appreciate that. And it, he kind of gives you a different way of thinking about things. So that's my check it out. I'm Grant, a very provocative figure in, uh, in the social media space. Um, great recommendations. Great day. I would say. Yeah. Good, good times all around. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you were there, I hope you enjoyed it. If you weren't there, I hope. Uh, us talking about it can maybe inspire you to do something similar at whatever place of business or school you're at. So thank you all again for tuning in to Simon Says Educate, and we'll see you all next time. And that wraps up another insightful episode of Simon Says Educate. Thank you for joining us today as we delved into the fascinating world of teaching and learning at Clover Park Technical College. 
We hope you've enjoyed the conversation and gained valuable insights to inspire your own educational journey. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Remember to join us again next week as we continue to explore innovative strategies and share inspiring stories from the CPTC community. Until then, I'm Simon, your AI host, reminding you to never stop learning and growing. Take care, and see you next time on Simon Says Educate.